I was just thinking about what me and Brandon could bring to the table. I to thought, the podcast. You know, to the podcast world, yes. Um, and I thought, you know, what's really needed is a podcast with two white guys <laughs> um, talking about whatever. There's like, just not enough of there's those There's not enough of it. In the world. Yeah. That makes sense. If you don't have a voice, you gotta be a voice for those who don't have it. I get, this might get edited out. <laughs> Asked me a couple of weeks ago if I wanted to what start a podcast. There it is. That's right. I did. Right. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> we did it. Yep. It's just a, started. It's just a couple of dudes <sighs> sitting in a room with a couple microphones. Right. And it's different to talk like this than without the microphones because you're thinking about different things. Right. It's not just. You're not just worried about your Bourbon Street steak over at Applebee's. Exactly. You're trying to trying to f- keep this thing going. Right, right. We're not going to be able to, you know, sit there awkwardly and, and stare in each other's eyes. Yeah. Um, and of course, then how did that conversation go? We wanted to figure out what we were going to talk about. Yeah. I said I, I want to make something. It was going to be about. When you make something, yeah. I just don't know what it's about. And then you had the brilliant idea. Well, I thought um, that it was... Um, I was just thinking about what me and Brandon could bring to the table. I to thought, the podcast. You table. know, to the podcast world, yes. Um, and I thought, you know, what's really needed is a podcast with two white guys <laughs> um, talking about whatever. There's just like, not enough of there's those not enough of it in the world. Yeah, that makes sense. If you don't have a voice, you gotta be a voice for those who don't have it. I get, this might get edited out. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a voice for the voice. Point being, of course, being ridiculous with what I'm saying. I'm yes. aware of everything implied in what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. We want to make sure that yes. that's clear. Um, so I thought of, well, we could call it the Most Necessary Podcast. And I think that that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We might So that's as well. it. This is pilot episode yes. one of the Most Necessary Podcast. Pilot podcast. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. We already have a sponsor. Oh, yes, yep. that's right. Tell us about the sponsor. Well, the sponsor um, creates baked goods for the... <laughs> Marysville, Washington area. Very well known establishment. Very well Um, known. Very well known in certain zip code. Um, (laughs) But uh, they have graciously um, offered to sponsor us. It's Wander Coffee Bar and Eatery Food Production (laughs) Company. Yes, that is the exact name verbatim. They didn't give us any... um, uh, lines to read. So yeah, we have no I'm copy that we're, re- we're no reading. No copy. Off that's of. what we use. Yes, no copy. Um, but we'll have that next time. Um, and, and hopefully some freaking products. We I mean, probably will have some products. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. I'd go for a cookie. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, so if you're, you know, driving around the area of Marysville, Washington, and you see an espresso stand, they very well might have Wander Coffee products, and you should buy them. Yeah. If they're not that stand, then go to the next one. Um, or maybe mention that you would like to see them at the stand there you, you go. frequent. See, that is a great plug right there. Yeah. Yeah, that is great. They're going to probably email us and be very happy about that. Right. With all the listeners. With all the listeners. With all the listeners, right. <laughs> so tonight we have the uh, 19, what is it, 19 something? Okay, so I um, brought in a, you know, great pod, by the way, to refer to something that people can't see. Right, 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 right. All right, so yeah. I brought in a bottle of whiskey. I don't know why I winked at you. <laughs> As if this is something right now. It's not. <laughs> We're having a conversation about nothing. All right, so I brought in a bottle of Pendleton Rye aged 12 years Canadian rye whiskey I've never had it before um, but as far as rye goes at a good price at the store and I thought I'd pick it up and see what we thought as far as rye goes I'm, I'm in I think it tastes pretty good mm-hmm. uh, I'd give it a solid uh, three yeah out of five yeah or yeah, seven it's good it's good um, it's sweet which I kind of expect with Canadian their whiskeys are a little sweeter, right? I think so. Yeah. We could, me, they, I think they all have, you know, like syrup or something. In them, right, right. The maple, that's sense. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's good. Not I dig bad. it. Yeah. So I think, do you want to start with news? Bottle's cool too, which of course, good pod. Uh, good pod, good pod, good pod. No one can see the bottle. All right. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're obviously, this is the pilot project. Yes. Pilot episode right. of the project. Right. So we're we're kind of feeling no it out. We're we're trying to we're trying to feel out the rhythm of the the show, and we have a couple of ideas. And uh, uh, I just watched the newest Ghostbusters last night, for the okay. first time. Have you seen it? I have not seen the new one, Ghostbusters I, Afterlife. I did enjoy it more than I expected. Yeah. To that I would enjoy it. Uh-huh. One of the characters, in the in the movie is his name is Podcast. And he's he's called podcast by himself, like no one else calls him podcast, just himself. When he introduces himself, because he has a podcast, and uh, the joke throughout the movie is that um, the podcast really found its voice in the forty sixth episode. And so I'm hoping for us, yes, <laughs> that, that uh, it's not taking us forty six episodes to find our voice. Hopefully, we can do it in a couple. If that's once a week. It's like a year. It's a year of pod. It's a year of podding. Yeah, we are um, on a trajectory to be number one in news and entertainment. Way up at the yeah, top. We're on the path there. Uh, Way up at and, the top. Yeah, I feel like we're going to really find our acceleration within, mm-hmm. within a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the ideas that we have is that we're going to do a news segment with Joe. Right. Now, I'm not Joe. We didn't really introduce ourselves. Uh-huh. You know, that was that's bad pod and I think probably there too. <clears throat> How were we five minutes in? We can introduce ourselves. Um, so um, I don't know what to say, but my name is Joe and um, I am here to talk with my friend Brandon and just see and what happens. I'm Brandon. And he's Brandon. There All you right, go. Well, that was pretty good. Man, we are good yeah, at this. Yeah. Um, and you know. We'll get to know each other better as we keep going, and our audience. We only met last week. Last week. At Applebee's. 
at the bar. Right. And we were like, you know what? There's something about this guy. This is something is clicking here. This is you thinking, of course, because you're the one who asked me out for a podcast. Anyways, (laughs) we had a thought about news. Give us some news, Joe. Give us some news. I didn't, I mean... A, minute, a bit ago, before we started recording, I said this would be a good thing to do. Yeah, here we go. That doesn't mean I had news oh. available. Crap. Um, however, if we put a pin in it, I bet... Consider it pinned. We will be able to get to some news. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun one. Yes. Yes. I like taking a look at just some of the obscure stories that come up. Um, out. Hopefully, mostly, you know, keeping it fun and lighthearted um there's a place and a time for the serious things um but at least for me it's not at eight o'clock at night having a chat with a friend so so i'll try to personally i'll probably try to make a more lighthearted, fun or obscure kind of stories uh, but every once in a while we might get um something that's more not a lot of covid talks then yeah i mean everyone's got a place to find covid stories right everyone's got covid at this point I mean, it's it January like it 22, would, baby. It would go against our mission of being the most necessary podcast to talk a lot about COVID because I don't think that's very necessary. That is the truth. Right. I like that. But obscure stories that come from Florida or wherever, other I personally have. Like <laughs> I personally have a desire to find these one-off viral people on the internet Yes. Uh-huh. and figure out if we can interview them. This would be I think a this dream would be come fantastic. true, really. Um, yeah, a dream come true. So, um, yeah, this is something that we also um, have shared before is we will either one of us might find an obscure mm. character um, and really grow an affection for them. And so it'd be really cool to see if we can actually get an interview. Going that would be after super, we, super fun. Yeah, dig into their online persona. Maybe we can get them to get a little bit of the out. real persona. Yeah. There's some gems out there. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. So what do we talk about next? What are we? What's our first thing that we talk about on the most necessary, necessary podcast? I don't know. What do you think? We really didn't have a plan. I I know. I think we should talk about. I think we should talk about Survivor. Because I think it's it's a good start. It's a good layup of a start. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you are a big fan. How long have you been watching Survivor? Uh, well, probably like a lot of people my age, the in True. my age bracket, like the first season that came out, like everybody watched it. Unbelievably it popular. Crazy. Yeah, you like these it. people thrown on an island with nothing, and they have to survive, and then they vote each other off, and. There's like some guy walking around naked and they show yeah. it on live TV, um, blurred out. But I think Obviously. it might be like one of the first times something like that happened on um, like uh, what's uh, like major network. Sure. Right. Like first broadcast television. Yeah. This is a very beginnings of like reality TV. There wasn't a whole lot of other. No, probably ones not. Like that out. Um, what else was big? Uh, I mean, MTV had. Uh-huh you know, the real world and, and that kind yeah. of stuff. But Big Brother kind mm-hmm. of thing is probably around. But definitely the, I mean, I, I'm sure it was, I mean, I should, 
as we're talking, I might be able to pull it up, but um, I'm sure it was on before, like, The Amazing Race and other shows. Was like, Amazing Race on after? I think, that's, didn't it, like, spawn out of? Yeah, I kind of thought the other way around, but... Oh, maybe, really? Um, maybe I'm wrong. We need the Google machine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, that dad is coming through. Um, yeah, it was also Richard, I think is the name of the, yes, I won the first name. season and I can't remember for, for sure, but if it was public then, but an openly gay man who wins on network television at that time, you know, like, uh, um, it was a big deal. Yeah. Very big deal. Very big deal. Um, and so that's really cool too, that they, and actually that really ties into the last season, um, that they had, um, really fits with that theme as well as really kind of trying their best to be ahead of like diversity and inclusion and that sort of thing. So they make that a pretty big emphasis. Like what happens in culture and society happens in this show. Cause it's like this microcosm of mm. the rest of society. So you get everything in it and it typically stays like on the pulse of what's happening um, in the world outside of survivor. And so the reason we're bringing up Survivor. Well, I think um, we should keep talking about the show as a whole. Because um, I have I got oh, you more got some... to say about that. I think. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, so that first season I watched, and I still remember it. Um, I, I do know... too. It, I like, I mm-hmm. oddly remember like way too much about mm-hmm. that, I feel like, for seeing it the one time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I couldn't, of course I can't say I remember sitting there and this is the content of episode one. Right, no. But I remember no. the feeling of when the season was on and there's a talk about it and everyone got around the TV and we would all watch it together. There's yeah. no streaming and watching shows in your own room or whatever. It was just, and you had to be there. It's the only show I still watch that it is, when it is airing, I sit down and watch it. Wednesdays at really? 8 yeah. Wednesdays, Wednesdays at 8. At eight. I do. I will always watch it live. On the Hulus. Yeah. And that's probably why. It's like it really like was a um, really exciting show when it first came out. In 2000. 2000. So I would have been in 8th um, grade. 8th eighth grade, grade when it came out. Yep. Um, yeah. Either 8th or 8th or ninth. In between that, mm-hmm. that's, that space there. 2000. Man, that's crazy. I was living in Phoenix. And uh, now we're on season 43? Yeah, I think is that it right? is um, season 43 40 or 44. Something like that. And it's got to be the, one of the longest running shows, if not the longest running show. Other than yeah. The Simpsons? Well, I mean, 2000 and The Simpsons were on before that. Right. South Park had to have been on before that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's got to be... It's up there, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. The I'd say the longest-running reality show that's maintained some, like, popularity. Like, not a, if you ask... Not a lot of people watch it, like, did you... Like, I don't know how many people actually watch the Kardashians, or they just talk as if they watched it. I don't know. Because I've never watched, I've never watched an episode of the Meet the Kardashians. No, I've never watched one. No, but if you watch Survivor and you like it and you bring it up, then other there's 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 a good there's a strong uh, following. There's passionate fans. Of yes, there are. Yeah, yeah passionate. Um, 
And so it's always fun when somebody likes it. And it's always fun to turn someone on to how good it is. It is um, a very fun show. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, 40, I think the 42nd season is next. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just did 41 is what I'm seeing here on okay. Wikipedia. But anyway, it's all, but yeah, 41 seasons. They do two a year. It's been on since 2000. Um, Which is crazy, two a year. Uh, yeah, Amazing Race started in 2001. So, you know, both of those were coming out at the same Amazing time. Race. i never seen that show, though. Watch a little bit. It wasn't as into it as Survivor is, because there's a lot more group dynamics and relationship dynamics going on in Survivor. Right, and the, the strategy behind the game, like how do you want to play it, yeah. it's all very, very fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, for anybody who isn't familiar, there's, um, like, I, man, I, I should have wrote down some of the facts, factoids, but there's, I think there's 40 people um, at the start. Is that right? Or is I it thought 20? it was 10 and 10. Yeah, it's 20. It's I 20 it's total. 20. And, and um, so then they, well, sometimes they'll, every season, like, makes changes to how they play the game. So... Um, I can't remember the first season. It probably was a 10 and 10 tribe, roughly. Um, but there's some seasons where there's three tribes and some where um, I think there's probably been one where there's four. Then sometimes they merge and sometimes they merge and then break them up into smaller tribes. And anyway, it's um, it uh, the the some of the setup of the game changes from season to season. But the basic idea of the game is there's 20 people. Um, you're split up into typically two tribes, and then you um, the it's outlast, outplay, and outwit. Yep. Those are the three categories of the game that you're trying to do as best as you can. Um, and so outwit is a lot of strategy. Outlast is just not getting voted out, um, and outplay is um, in the physical side of the game. Um, so they have like. Um, uh, um, typically on an episode although I think this each episode probably accounts for basically a week's worth of time I think um, and so week maybe a few days or whatever um, so in each episode they'll have like a reward challenge where you compete for some kind of a food or shelter advantage or something recreational and fun um, or maybe an advantage in the game um, which they introduce later on in later seasons. Oh, right, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, or there's a challenge for immunity, which means if your team wins or if you're doing it f- individually at the later stage of the game, you get immunity so you can't get voted out or your team doesn't go. Immunity was like one of the m- biggest changes to the game that ever happened, right? Like once they started to introduce those immunity idols... Right, right, yeah, you're, you're getting, yeah, um, yeah, so the immunity idols were introduced, I can't remember when, but, um, but let's say a third of the, I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm saying, saying like 2006. Like, sure, 2006. Um, actually, would 2006 maybe be close to right? I have um, no idea. It could be, but, um, but yeah, so before hitting immunity idols, it was just, you would compete for immunity. 
and so your whole tribe is immune, meaning that you don't go to jury, and the other tribe goes to jury. Right, yeah. They start losing members, and they want to win the next challenge, so they don't lose more members. Right, right, right. Back and forth, back and forth, until it dwindles down to roughly 10 to 12 people, and then they merge the two tribes, and everyone's on one tribe, and after that, you're playing for individual immunity. All right, I don't know if we need to go too deep into that. There we play are. Bit. Yeah. That's how somebody avoids getting voted out, is if their tribe or the individual gets immunity, then they can't be voted out. But that can dovetail into the outwit part because if there's somebody who keeps winning immunity after immunity after immunity, then they're seen as a threat, and the moment they don't win immunity, they'll get voted. You're out. So a lot of players won't necessarily want to show all that they can do in the outplay part unless that is their strategy, which some take it that way. So they just try to power their way to the win, and it's worked before. It has worked. Yeah. So it's all fair and good, all fair and good strategies. But you have to count on you know, basically winning every challenge. And challenges can be physical. They can also be like puzzle-oriented and stuff like that. So Or balance. You know, you don't have to necessarily be strong, but you just have to have like... So it's kind of risky to like put all your money in the outplay part because um, everybody's got something that they will lose to. That's else. a lot. That's yeah. a lot of... It's a big risk right. to go to the outplay part. Yeah, to go solely on that yeah. for sure. Um, so, uh, then, um, it dwindles down to, um, a top three. Um, so the last immunity challenge, um, um, the last immunity challenge secures one person's spot in the top three. And that person gets to pick one person to come with them to the final three, and the other two remaining players, they make fire, um, and whoever makes a fire that burns a rope first it gets their right. spot in the top three. Right. And then, as they're voting people out um, along the way, at a certain point, I think at top 10 or 12 again, um, those players who are voted out go to a jury. Right. And the jury gets to sit in on all the tribal councils and listen to all the conversations which was there that wasn't originally in the part of the game was it the jury you know this could be later episode. i think i could do a deeper dive on i, some of the I was wondering because i thought you might be right that i thought that maybe familiar. that wasn't a later ad like a, a later ad into the game and how to strategize that because if you start making enemies on that jury real soon mm-hmm. like your hope for lasting at the end is minimal Right, right. Yeah, I was just thinking, too, the years that it, since it came out in, like, 2000, and I remember watching that first season, like, eighth grade, um, and then, prob- like, yeah, after that, all of my Wednesday nights for a lot of the year would have been um, between, like, a church youth group type thing, or yep. sports especially, like, practice, or um, um, the uh, events we had were often on Wednesday nights that I can recall. Um, so yeah, so, and you know, just teenage life stuff was like, you know, more predominant. So I didn't watch like through high school right? and, um, and not until probably my first, first and a half, second year of college, something like that, um, which I'll get back to cause there's a reason I started to watch it again. Um, so yeah, other aspects of that game, um, they, so yeah, the, when you, are choosing so so then I'm not super clear on those years where some they might have added things or whatever, um, but 
everyone's getting the idea of what it's about. You're getting the idea. Yes. Um, so, yeah, then people get voted out and they go to the jury. And part of the outwit part is that you will be voting people into the jury, meaning you're kicking people out of their chance for a million dollars. And once it's all said and done, that jury, the people you kicked out, decide your fate, decide yeah. who gets the million. So if you just absolutely demolish somebody and they lose all kinds of respect for you, but you managed to get them out, um, you were, you know, you're, they, if, they, if somebody just ends up not liking you, and you were the one who got them out, they will probably not write yeah. your name down Chances to win a million dollars. You're not getting their vote. So you have to, it's really tricky because they have to play very skillful, like the social game is very skillful where even if you're part of kicking somebody out that you had convinced to trust you, um, they have to kind of understand what and how you did it um, enough to where they might still um, choose you to win a million bucks. So there's a lot of things you got to think about. A lot. The players do. Um, and so then it goes to the top three. They get the jury asks the final three questions, and then they also give the each member of the final three will give their um, last kind of plea as to why they deserve the million. And then the jury votes, and somebody gets a million dollars. So that's how the whole game um works in kind of a broad general sense and then they added in um, twists to the game and one of them was the hidden immunity idol and so there was like a clue you mm-hmm. know at like the fireplace or something like that the, the well or or maybe hidden uh, in one of the games that they play there's a little um you know rolled up piece of paper with a clue in it i believe it's so, called a parchment um, a parchment yes yeah it was on a parchment <laughs> And so the clue would then lead them to, I think I remember some of them were like maps that had a little star with a little like uh, riddle that they had to fill, figure out. Um, and so that would then lead them to um, finding the hidden immunity idol, um, which was a big twist in the game. So then somebody has the idol and then um, they, uh, but nobody knows about it and they could play at any time, which means if they play that in the tribal council for themselves, they're protected, or they could play for someone else, and that person's protected. Which is a crazy thing yeah. to me. Like the thought, uh, I've the the one I'm thinking of was I think episode no episode season eighteen or nineteen with uh, Russell. Okay. Maybe it might have been at yep. season twenty, and yep. there's some some spoilers if you're if mm-hmm. you're looking oh, yeah. to listen or to watch. No, so you're going in a good direction. Yeah. So, but he like. He was masterful at the way that he mm-hmm. played the game. Mm-hmm. And he was able to convince someone else who had an immunity idol to play it. No, he he got it. They gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. They, they gave, gave it to him, it to right. him mm-hmm. because they thought that he was on their side. Right. Just, just smart yeah. stuff right there. Yes. He's diabolical. Oh, yes. He's not a we good person. We will be talking about wrestling. But, good lord. Oh, uh, yeah. It uh, it was uh, it was tough to watch. Yes, that was a very pivotal season because they had had the hidden immunity aisle for a little bit, maybe yeah. I don't know, a couple of seasons. Then people at home watching are gonna like you know some of those people are gonna 
be on the next yeah, season. They're going to they're apply at some point. They, they're always the game always evolves, and they're thinking Has about to. new strategy and everything like that. Yeah. And so, by Russell was the one who took this change of the game and really, and from what I have experienced, really brought in like the new era of Survivor. Um, and so, instead of waiting around to get a clue, to he find just an went idol, and found it. He just went looking everywhere for idols. Yeah. And he found, I think, like three in his season. He was just like a it was something crazy for idols. <laughs> just went for it. And he sniffed them out, and he got them. Um, and then, and then the audience at home is watching that and going, "Oh, ah, games changed." Yeah. The media idol is there somewhere, hidden. They're just going to get ahead of the producers and just go looking for it without a clue. Which why not? I mean. And so now um, the survivor has adjusted, um, and they no longer put clues out. People just go looking for them. So oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. So they don't, I, they I don't put out clues anymore. I stopped. I haven't seen anything past that season. Okay. With Russell. It's interesting that that's the last season you saw. You'll you'll see in a moment. Um, so. So yeah, yeah. But currently, they they don't put out clues because Russell changed it. Like people just go and freaking Russell. Um, and. But everybody kind of knows, like, oh, okay, so once we get into our um, camp, um, then... Just know go. There's, well, some people will go, like, kind of unashamedly go. Um, other people find that really, like, troubling and... I would find target, that troubling if I'm on a, target on their if back, I'm on a yeah. team. Yeah, like... Because now I'm going, yeah. you're only out for you. <laughs> Which, I mean... I would be only out for me because that's the name of the game. But initially, you've got to come together as a team. I would hope to try to win and beat the other, the other team. It's tough. Totally, yeah. And how, um, yeah, being frantic doesn't seem to assure people very well. <laughs> yeah, especially in a yeah a random so, location. And if also it's like you just land at camp and you don't have a shelter and whatever, and then like some squirrely guy is running off looking for it. It just doesn't... So squirrely. You don't want to get a target on your back. No, you really, really don't. Because all you need is something really small for someone to start... This guy's out of here. ...throwing shade on you. Yeah. So typically, people will, you know, try to find a little time, like, on their walk to the water, or or they say they go fishing, but then they go look, you know... Liars. So um, people try to be a little bit more sneaky about looking for the idol um but that yeah that started with russell's season who's one of an infamous he is very infamous Uh, because i saw the first season that i watched after that i can remember at least after not watching it since the first couple of seasons because of whatever else was going on um was russell's season and that I watched that. I was in college in the dorms, mm-hmm. and one of the resident assistants at the dorm had a little brother who was on that season. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, Brett was his name. Brett. He's a very quiet player. He's a um, really nice guy. Um, he was hanging around in the dorms before um, he was cast for that. So um, he was just a ni- nice, quiet, um, friendly, kind pretty funny 
guy. I shouldn't say pretty funny. He's funny. Yeah, that's Brett. You're showing me a picture of Brett I'm just from making Survivor, sure. and that is I have him. Found him. Yep. He yeah. is. Uh, he is our age. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. He'd be right around our age. Um, he was like doing like a t-shirt company at the time, and I think he might be doing like a graphic design or something like that. Yeah. Now. The fact that this guy is wearing a deep V. Yeah. Shows you the time at which. Totally. Yes. This was. Yeah, but 2006. He was on the, dude, I could rock me a serious deep the V. The deep Vs are not something that gets talked about. Dude, I'm, I don't want to see pictures of me in a deep V. Oh, my. But I'm sure, I know they exist. Wow. Yeah. I just hadn't thought about that trend for a while. You're welcome. That was incredible, because there were some, I mean, people, yeah. It got deeper go and deeper. So deep. <laughs> so deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone thought it was cool. So cool. I mean, never once did I think that this is going to come back and home. Is it dingly cross earrings now? It's yeah, it maybe I hope to God the, that the DV is not the dangly cross earring of my generation. I mean, those guys are younger than than I was. Yeah. Yeah. So I should have known better at that point, but you know. Right. Didn't have the wisdom that I have now. Right. Yeah, so he was on this season, my um, the, my RA's little brother. And so everybody in the dorms, of course, watched it every week because Brett was on. And that got me rehooked. I was like, oh, this show is awesome. And it was Russell's season. He's like this five foot four little block of like a Louisiana man. dude. Yeah, like he? he's like a Louisiana Wario. Um, and he just I remember when I watched it at the time the first time I was because I rewatched that season um, recently and at the time I was like I really don't like this guy because he was so conniving and evil when I first saw him he was like this guy needs to get out of here he's not a good person yeah and and the whole time I'm like how are people not just voting him out he like is maintaining so much power and nobody's voting for him. Right. And he's getting people to give him idols, and he's sniffing out idols in the woods, and um, he's tell he's he has some it's some line of like he's got all you know he had all the women wrapped around his finger, and he could just you know make them do whatever he wanted, and he was doing it like he succeeded in it, and I really hated him. Now I rewatched it recently, and I love it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He is the best gameplay. Because I think when I watched it, you know, when I was like 20, 21, I was at the, I was feeling more like this was real, you know, like that. Right. That in the sense of like, he's being mean to these people, not he's playing a game to try to win a million dollars. Right. Now I think much more playing a game, trying to win a million, how does somebody do it? Yeah. And if you're in game mode, and of course not doing anything illegal or violent or cruel or inappropriate. Right. What All of that aside, like, yeah, gloves Go off. Go for it. Do what you need to do to get the million dollars. And I guarantee if he played that game now with the mindset of, like, the Survivor fan base, he would win. But because he was the first one to play that way, he got, I think, 
in that season. Maybe he played in another season where it was heroes versus villains. And yes. He was on the villains. Yes. So he played some season like into the top three. Yes. I think it was the first one. And then they would vote for, you know, then who gets the million. And someone else, I can't remember who got it. But now it would be, but I think it was because he was too shocking. It was like he was a complete jerk. Yeah. And manipulative a-hole yep. and everything. And so it was too... Survivor wasn't ready yeah, for him. It wasn't, they weren't ready. But now, I, I would guarantee, if that season was played now, that Russell would win the... But don't you think that they would, you know, barring the fact that they don't know him, so we're pretending that they don't know him on this mm-hmm. cur- current season, do you think they would pick up on his, his moves easier now? Yeah, yeah, right. He would... Um, yeah, I think I say what I did, like, in, like, if, oh, no, that's a good point. Um, I just, guess the the spirit of the moves, because it's definitely, the game evolves and people have to pick up sure. on, like, how to do it differently because they're going to sniff out the, la- you know, it's right. like professional sports, like every, you yeah. know, you got to adjust every season <laughs> to your opponent. You have to. Sports. You got to start watching that tape. Yeah, so that was, um, I think, in the application, from what I've heard, that there's a question of, like, who is your favorite player? And I think that would be my answer is Russell. Yeah. Speaking of applications. Yeah. Right. So, for some time, I have thought I would love you know. to compete, participate in this game. It's... I'm not the biggest fan. There's people who've watched like every season multiple times. Sure. I don't think I've seen every season. I really enjoy it. I think I would be pretty decent, I think. Um, and so I decided that I'm going to start getting the application together. And Let's get on Survivor. Let's. <clears throat> Let us. Let us. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. Is this like a, I hope that I'm going to get on Survivor, or I am getting on Survivor? I think right now, I'd say it's I'm getting on. I'm getting on Survivor. Survivor. And I think even if, right now I'm 34, Yeah. even if I'm 44 years old. You're still going. I'm going to keep applying. Keep updating. Why not? Keep letting them know I'm ready to go. Why the hell not? Yeah. If there's something you really want to do, you're excited about, something you enjoy, you only get to do this whole thing once. That's true. Might as well have been Might as well go be on Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be a very cool experience. I'd love to see Joe on Survivor. Mm -hmm. That would be... What would what do you think? A ton of fun. Say more about seeing me on Survivor. Yeah, so I I really want to see how you. <laughs> I want to see what would be different about Joe in Survivor game mode than Joe at Applebee's. Uh-huh. I mean, considering that I I've only known you for a week because we met right. at the bar at Applebee's last week. Totally. Over uh, Bourbon Street Steak. Yep. Uh. But I would be interested in seeing what uh, what what Joe is like on Survivor, mm-hmm. 
And I think I have an idea of how you would play the game. I don't know if you want me to... Like, do you yeah, want me what to... Come, yeah, what, what, I'm curious what would come to your mind about how I would play the game. So I think that... Um, I think, first of all, in in the physical element, the physical realm of the game, I think you would be a surprise to a lot of people. Only because I know your history. We talked a lot, a lot about your history in that one dinner that we right. had at Applebee's. Right, covered a lot of ground. Uh, so, yeah, I know a lot about you in a short period of time, and... I think that would be very interesting that it would be a surprise. I think because you're you're getting put in a group of 10 people and you're mm-hmm. only basing this off of what do these people look like and how do they mm-hmm. talk, basically. Right, it's right. all you have to go off of at yep. this point. I think it would be a surprise right. in the physical element. Right. I think that you would be a slow player in the uh, outwit Portion of it, I think uh-huh. that you would slow play relationships, and I think that you would also um, be rather uh, stealthy in your in your relational game. I think the social game would be uh, probably the highlight of your your playing. It would be a social chess game. I think the thing that you would have to overcome the most might be the uh I think what what was the, what did you Outlast. say the it that was the it was the the handiness of being around camp like you right. would you would need to figure out a spot or something to make yourself valuable in the small society that you find yourself in Right very, I think that's very good. All of those feel pretty accurate. Uh, I think I, I would be a surprise in the physical. Um, you know, like if it was right now today, it's like feel pretty out of shape. Uh, I don't feel like my endurance would be great. Um, but I would see that like actually getting better as the game went on. Sure. Because I do know, like, I do trust, like, my physical body. Yeah. And so while, you know, I may not feel, like, in the best shape, I know how to, I I know how to, like, get my body to do things and move and jump and, um, what, you know, all the things, yeah. Climb. I'm not afraid of climbing, jumping. Mud. uh, Swimming. uh, Yeah. Mudding. Whatever. Mud. Wrestling. Sometimes you got to wrestle. Sometimes you got to wrestle. Uh, yeah, I, I you know know how to lift weights in the correct way. So sure. lifting things, moving things, um, puzzles I'd be decent at. I think uh, it's just always hard to tell when you've got like sleep and food deprivation. Yeah, how that's are you the gonna do? that's the that's the thing right there. Because they're like the puzzles don't look that hard to you on TV, no. which they're probably harder than they look. But if you only eat bugs and rice, then like yeah, you can't think straight. Uh, yeah, things like balance, like I've got really good balance. You know, if there was a balancing one, I would Ooh. feel really good about that. And pain tolerance, because some of the, there's like one where you just stand on like a post for as long as possible. And the last one's, you know, where you, it's just like the heels of your feet yeah. are holding on. Um, that's a mental game. Yeah, that's like pain tolerance, mental. Yeah. 
And so that those ones, in, endurance in that way, where it's like a physical, mental sort of thing, that, that I, I think I do pretty darn good at. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. not. We will all find this out together. <clears throat> While Joe is on when I'm Survivor. On so, all right. So I I concur. The physical will be a bit of a surprise. The social, I yeah, it'd be. I think you're right about slow. Although it'd be very intentional and methodical. And yes, and it might be quiet but very active. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because especially in the new gameplay, that's you true. Have I haven't seen fast. the I haven't seen the newer seasons, so I don't know. Yeah, they had a season recently with a bunch of old school players and a bunch of new school players happened to be were cast on the same season and yeah, players who had previously won the million dollars. So it was season forty. They did a big every oh, okay. player in season forty had previously won a million. Oh wow! And I okay. think one of them had won twice. Jeez. won two million. So this was like the third one they were going for. Um, and so. Uh, the old school players, when they play against the new school, they're just in like shock because of how fast the game's moving socially. Ah. So yeah, and some of that I think is the, like you know instead of being like Gen Xers playing the game, it's now millennials. Right. Typically, yeah. you know they always and the show's been around range. for a long time now, yeah. and so you have ideas, and so you're yeah. trying to right like the first people applying and playing. It's not like they they knew what was had coming. Been watching right thirty five seasons of Survivor right. that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. So then you've got people who become a fan. They study it and they really right. get into it. And so then they get this opportunity to play. Uh, I'm most definitely not that far um, into the, the fandom. But, I, I mean, it's a great – I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, so the – yeah, so social – I would also not be afraid to, to make some really big moves, like cutting an ally or something like that. You have to do that in order to build a resume. Can you do that – early on though can you cut somebody like that early on or does that put a target on your back i guess how i would imagine playing i've seen players do this where like i would kind of hedge my bets with a few people um and then whichever ones felt the strongest alliance then i would bail on you know the other the person the other person sure and early on it's not as big of a deal unless like you're like on the war path against somebody that's put a target on your back. Yeah. But if like, you're just like, okay, I'll go with like this. That's true. You haven't been around long enough. They're not even going to be on the jury. They're just going to be number 18 out. Screw that guy. Yeah. People forget about that person. I would imagine while playing the game, but when you have to really be careful is when it's jury and you take out your number two person. Yeah. They may not be happy with you. You have to make sure they really understand that was the best move to make. Yep. And what people fall into this trap. Give it to me. Show me the trap. Fall into this trap where they get attached to each other. This makes no sense. And they care about each other. And that's a wonderful thing. (laughs) And I hope to have that experience of getting attached to these fellow players you're sharing this unique experience absolutely and to have good connections that maybe carry on after the game or you have a little reunion thing here and there that'd be awesome but some people they become best friends or they start dating on the show it's called which, the showmance and which that puts a big target on your back makes you're gonna be zero happy. sense yep have you ever seen the show right 
And so, and they always rationalize it. I know it doesn't work out, but this is different. People aren't catching on, but then they're off like, you know, cuddling on the beach. Where else are you going to be? Um, and where was I going with that? Oh, yes. The showman's. Right. And the, the relationships. So I hope to have great connections that with people That would be wonderful. There. That'd be great. But if any of those people <laughs> think that a 20 to 30 day relationship is going to be worth more than a million dollars, you're crazy. You're crazy. I will cut your throat in the game. <laughs> Without hesitation, if I thought it was between me and, and a you million and a bucks. million dollars. No I didn't problem. come here no problem. to make a friend. So that part I would have a lot of fun with because as you know, unless I if there's some vortex of whatever you get caught up in where I lose sight of it. How incredible yeah. would it be to see Joe? Right. Well, two of my favorite players. Players. Oh my gosh! I feel bad. I'm remembering. I'm not remembering the woman's name, but but the guy is is. They're both great players. The guy's one of my favorites, Rob, and uh, he he met Boston Amber, Rob, Boston Rob and Amber, and he met Amber on the show. Yeah, and then they played in a second season together, and they got married they on the show. Yes, um, and there's they got four kids and a happy family, yep. and they're both in the season forty because um, they both separately won a million dollars on different. Oh, seasons. they did. Yeah. yeah, I knew he won. I didn't know yeah. she won. So I mean, somebody's met. I mean, but they also both won a million dollars. So I guess <laughs> that's the criteria. Is you both have to win. If I meet somebody that maybe you know I want to get married to, because I'm not married right now. Yeah. Or, or I can't, you know, then that's great. But, but she got still, win. 30 days. And if I got to take anybody out, it's they got to be okay with that. And then we can be friends or whatever, you know. So anyway, just saying. Just saying. That, that relational yes. aspect. That would not be consistent with my life outside of the game, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because in life, you're not playing for a million dollars. Nope. It's not a game. Nope. The other thing well, that and there's, I'm not going to <laughs> betray a friend if somebody offers me a million dollars. Right. So technically, we're on thin ice because we've only known each other for a week. Somebody offers me, yes, exactly, right. You got a few more months to put in before I turn down a million dollars or like a friendship with Brandon. Yeah. No, million dollars, please. Yeah, for sure. Same back at you. Right. Good. But. uh Oh, shoot. What was my question? I was just going to ask you. Oh, the other thing that I don't understand is the amount of complaining that happens. Now, I've never been on Survivor. I don't know. Getting waterlogged, I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying that it's enjoyable. Like it's pouring down right I'm not saying that it's not even something that... You got a leaky shelter. You could... You shouldn't complain about. Mm-hmm. You didn't sleep. But mm-hmm. you also signed up for Survivor. Right. Yeah. It kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. Like, you know what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, yeah. Like What's your there's, take? There's always players who are, and then actually everybody who's played the game, or sorry, who has not played the game and only viewed it, they've never played the game, so they know what right. it's like. Nobody does. I don't know what it's like. Right. But there's people who view the game 
who really don't know what it's like, right? Like that they have lived in a city their whole life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, never went camping when they grew up. Nothing wrong with any of that, of course. No. Like, um, that's just... That's but just you're what also it is. in the middle of a jungle. And then to know what, like, a jungle's like bugs and critters and all the sounds humidity. you hear all night long, humidity. Like, once you get off the plane in Fiji, which is typically where they film now, is they just stick with, I think it's Fiji. Oh, they do? Yeah, I think it's always in, like, this cluster of islands in Fiji. Oh, okay. I think, I think. I'd have to. They, they historically have done it all over the place, yeah. but. But more recently, I think they just stay in like a certain area, and and that's tropical humid weather. And once you get off that airplane, you're not going to stop sweating until no. you get back For on that airplane and head home. Yeah, you are just going to be sweating the whole time. Yep. And the rain is not like oh, it's a sprinkle, and, right? Or even if it's a big downpour, by go inside, I turn on my TV. You don't have chill. that. Don't have it. You're in it. You yeah. When you come across the the. Uh... The challenge that is uh, for, like, the tarp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me... Yeah. Typically, challenge one is... Humongous. For tarp and shelter yeah. supplies. Like a tarp, especially with the rain. Right. Huge. Right. Right. And they, they always... There seems to be at least a couple people in each tribe that are really good at, like, camp building. And, and those people typically will stay in. Until at least the merge, even if they play just a mediocre game, because yep. they're so useful at camp. So right. that's the outlast bit. That's part of outlast, and that's yeah. a pretty big part of the game. Um, so, and, yeah. so how do you make yourself useful at camp? Joe's Joe's yep. at Survivor yep. Camp. How does Joe make himself useful? I, well, I, I do. I can work hard. So oh, of course. That, sure. that's fine. Like if somebody can let me know what they want to do, um, and I can build, but. They most definitely would cast somebody who's better at building than me. There's, there's always someone who really knows what they're doing. Sure. So if somebody can tell me what to do that really knows what they're doing, I can contribute some to that. Um, but that's not a strong suit, and so I can work hard around camp. Um, I'd probably be pretty good at like the fishing side of things. I would enjoy it probably, and um, and I'm good at swimming, and I've fished, and I've used the little hand spear thing you know the rubber oh yeah 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 uh, i never the, used one of those yeah i've used those at least used them you know I, I never caught a fish with one but i've at least know how you know so familiarity to sure. some level with like a snorkel and a mask and the, if you win some supplies you can get a snorkel and some... i do feel like it's not super difficult to make yourself useful at camp right. like there's been a couple of seasons where i've watched where s- there's just somebody sitting Every season, and, and and those people can win. Like, I, yeah, but like they can win the game. That seems like the it, easiest way to get a target on your back. It, especially it? if you're not well liked, like you don't have a personality that and you're goes just over sitting. well, uh, and you're just chilling at camp, and everyone's like hauling firewood and everything. By the strategy that that person's using, um, one, it could just be that they are apathetic and it's just not what they do. Yeah. Another people have intentionally not worked around camp because they're saving their energy and their calories for, for the challenges. Challenges, and so then that keeps them in the game longer. So every strategy has a validity to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be yeah. I wouldn't have like novel things probably to bring to camp, but I can work hard and. But I, but I'd be thinking about my energy too. 
Uh, for sure. That's true. Yeah. I, I do not know what like, the do food enough situation to not get is. a target on your back. I think that's, that's a general goal. principle in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like once half of the yeah. wood pile is started, then you're like, yeah. hey, you guys need some help with some wood? Right. right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That part I can use for my real that. life. Because <laughs> in my real life, I like to have the appearance of being helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? I love it. Right. So if there's a group text about who's bringing what where, I wait until everybody's claimed everything. I go, is there anything else I can bring? And people typically go, no, we're good. I was like, all right, great. I'll see you there. And I'll bring something, but like I won't like, but but if I can uh, avoid. You and I are going to start calories. playing our own game of Survivor. Right. Survivor's who can outlast. Life, life Survivor. Who can outlast the last text right. message. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's not, probably not a bad one to bring into the game of like, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I actually probably do better at that than I do in my real life. I'd probably be a little bit more helpful, uh, unprompted. Unprompted. (laughs) (laughs) And a million dollars is on the line. Right. Yeah. I gotta have a motivation. (laughs) It's very important. Uh, well, I look yep. forward to uh, Joe on Survivor. It's going to happen. Joe will be on Survivor. Look for him next year. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Or the year after that, or, you know. Yeah, so that was one thing we talked about. Survivor. Some uh, launching pad into content. Content. Is that we're going to curate a Survivor application over the weeks. Yeah, uh, we are. And I, I saw that the first step is to watch a video about how to make a video for the show. Oh, really? It's, I, I think I want to preview it and then maybe get some excerpts, maybe, if oh. it's worth it, because I haven't cool. watched it yet. Um, but that you could have be to watch a video on how to make a video for right. your application. For right. sure. And that's the first thing is you want your video, because I skimmed through the application process before we talked. And yeah, you got to get the video down and then have it all ready, it all saved and ready to um, export uh, and then you go through and you respond to the questions in the application ah yeah, so they and is there a lot of somersaults involved in the video I, I couldn't tell you I, I gotta we gotta I really like it if it was yeah it's to be determined <laughs> yet to be told cliffhangers are good for yeah. everyone listening well episode 2 you might know episode 2 there might be somersaults are required in the video application for survival. I can guarantee you that you will know. It is something that everybody needs to know. It is necessary. <laughs> yes, that is the most necessary thing that you needed to know this week was will there be somersaults yeah. in the video? That's right. Kay. I love it. All right. Are we good? I think, I that, think was, that was about 45 minutes. I think that was pretty solid. Maybe a little bit more. All right. Well, this has been the most necessary podcast, Mm -hmm. and uh, episode two, you might learn how many somersaults are supposed to be in the At least we'll know what, if there's somewhere probably fewer than 30. I would say that's probably correct. Yeah, maybe, maybe none is a potential. They may not bring it up. But somewhere in that like, range. I feel like if they don't bring it up, that's a missed opportunity. It is. Personally. It is. If you're the person that's viewing these videos mm-hmm. and you're having a pretty terrible day, 
and you got some random random dude, random gal, yep, just throwing thirty somersaults at you. Yeah. That's gonna bring your day right up to the top. Yeah. So I, I actually I'll write down on my little piece of paper here for next time to get into um, this topic, which actually is probably a better cliffhanger than somersaults in a video, and it is, what will my cover be as a contestant in the game? Because I cannot share you can't. what my actual occupation is. No, you can't. Because I will be voted out very quickly. I think so. If people know. Yeah. Yes. Um, and for the listener, my vocation is a mental health therapist. And immediately people are going to think that I'm going to be up to mind games. And yeah. that they're not going to trust what I'm going to say. That's right. So I cannot go on the show as a mental health therapist. I feel like that is a big target. Yep. And so... Next episode, we'll explore what covers I could have for that is a great, a great the show, because I will need one. Can you just go with Ninja, like, straight away? <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. It's got to be something where, like, people have some empathy for you, mm. not pity. Like, a Definitely not person pity. who self-describes themselves as a ninja. <laughs> you just have pity for them. If and you, can, you don't give somebody a million dollars out of pity. <laughs> <laughs> a group of people, at least. Maybe an individual might. But a group of people will not vote out of pity for, for the guy that dollars. says they have he's to a ninja. empathy for the person. All right. Well, we so have a lot to think about. has to be something, yeah, that is not, like, potentially uh, tricky or diabolical, like what somebody might assume a therapist might do right. in that yeah, setting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the therapists are tricking the diabolical, diabolical, whatever. Not that they are like that. I am not, but I can understand somebody thinking that I would be, and also in that game I will be. So <laughs> I got it. Well, that sounds like we've got episode two already in the bag. Yeah, episode two starting off point cover for Survivor. Lovely. Well, everybody, this has been the pilot episode. Right. Episode number one of the Most Necessary Podcast. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Tune in. Goodbye. There we go.